This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Wire fraud costs a Missouri escrow company $440,000. And what's the best way to add risk management value? Use internal auditors. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, here with the weekend review for Friday, December 10th, 2010. A Missouri-based escrow company has sued its bank after losing $440,000 in a case of wire fraud. The suit, filed on November 23rd, alleges that Choice Escrow fell victim to what appears to be a Zeus attack because its bank did not implement reasonable security. With malware, hackers stole the escrow company's online banking ID and password and fraudulently wired $440,000 overseas to a bank in Cyprus. Jim Payne, Choice Escrow's manager of business development, says malware got access to one of the company's workstations and then logged keystrokes capturing banking login and password information. Choice Escrow's breach is just one of hundreds of recent corporate account takeovers made in the U.S. by foreign hackers via ACH and wire fraud. Most often, a Zeus Trojan is behind the fraud, a malware attack designed to steal online banking credentials. Though a number of merchant and commercial business advocacy groups are working with legislators to have Regulation E, which covers electronic banking transactions, amended, Reg E does not cover commercial fraud losses, only consumer losses. So businesses and municipalities hit by cyber attacks are left recouping the losses they suffer when a cyber theft occurs. Now, right after this short break, I'll be right back with more news highlights from our week. Are you responsible for your institution's compliance program? Do ATM fraud, ACH fraud, and online fraud keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the BankInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit BankInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. No one knows risk better than the internal auditor. At least that's the way Richard Chambers, president of the Institute of Internal Auditors, sees it. Chambers says internal auditors possess an almost inherent understanding of key risks within a company, and many corporate boards and managers are turning to internal auditors to better manage security risks. Here is Richard Chambers. Uh, One of the ways that I'd say that internal audit has really helped is in helping companies to identify ways to shore up uh, the bottom line, particularly in terms of cost reduction and containment. Uh, you know, my experience having been in internal auditing for most of my most of my adult life is that I've seen us go through a few recessions. I've seen organizations go through tough times, and there's really no one better positioned in the company to help senior management identify cost savings and efficiencies than in internal auditors because they're out there in the company every day. And we've seen a significant upturn in the last two years by internal audit looking at ways that the company can reduce costs and uh, contain expenses. Finally, some swift and firm movement is being made by federal and state authorities in the fight against and investigation of financial crime. This week, the Department of Justice says that it has charged more than 300 people, 189 of whom are now facing civil penalties, as part of the first wave of investigations conducted by the Financial Fraud Enforcement Task Force, a fraud-fighting entity created in 2009. This week, Managing Editor Linda McGlasson applauds the task force for its rapid response to fraud and says we can expect to see even more charges brought against global financial criminals as the task force continues its work. These cases represent the largest fraud investigation in the nation's history, McGlasson writes. The list includes charges for Ponzi schemes, foreign currency trading scams, and other financial fraud. Losses top more than $10 billion. 
A word of caution to financial institutions. Pay attention to with whom you do business. If someone comes in with a big cash deposit, do your homework and check them out. Remember the old saying, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. And we close out the week with a look ahead to 2011 and the payments innovations that are expected to have the greatest impact on the financial industry over the next 12 months. The top three, payments facilitated through social networks, partnerships between financial institutions and innovative non-financial vendors, and investments in new options and technology for mobile transactions and the automated clearinghouse. Richard Oliver, who heads up the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's Retail Payments Risk Forum, says we can expect more innovative moves, especially in payments. 2010 saw the birth of payments innovations. 2011 will see the fruition of those innovations, particularly in the use of social networks for payments. It may be virtual currencies like Facebook credits, Oliver says. It has everybody looking around saying, is this real money? And if it is, what should we be worried about? That's this week's Week in Review. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.